Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hey there, career women. Thanks for joining me today. I'm going to be sharing three big reasons why you might be having a hard time sticking with your diet, meal plan, diet plan, healthy eating plan, whatever you call it that you're currently trying to adhere to. And I'm going to tell you right now, just as the title says, it's not you, it's the diet. Meaning if you're having a tough time with it, it doesn't mean anything about you as a person, your strengths, your weaknesses. It's actually more about how our human brains are wired and the diet itself. The purpose of doing this episode is for you to get that clarity that there's nothing wrong with you, you aren't weak, you don't need more willpower, and I fear that if you continue feeling badly about not being able to stick to any sort of diet or food plan or healthy eating, you're going to make it mean something about you and completely give up on your hopes and dreams of having a healthier body and mind because nothing is worse than feeling like you're putting in the effort and not making progress or feeling like you're failing and then getting frustrated. Okay, so I'm going to touch on these three different reasons that it may feel hard to stick with your diet, and I'm going to be intentional about the order of each of these because one sort of leads to the next. And the third one, I think, is huge that you don't typically hear about, so you're definitely going to want to stay to the very end. And if you're not familiar with me, I'm Kate. I'm an eating habits and weight loss coach for career women. My philosophy is that you can lose weight and keep it off by weakening any unhealthy eating habits that you currently have until they're broken and creating new healthier eating habits and other weight loss habits that will help you to lose weight and keep it off. So it's all about skills using a blend of strategy based on behavioral science plus thoughts, and emotions. I'll touch a little bit more on the skills at the end as well, because how we think determines how we feel and how we feel determines what we do or don't do. So how you think and feel your thoughts and emotions is a huge part of your eating habit and weight loss success. All right, so this first reason why it's not you, it's the diet, has to do with the human brain, more specifically the primitive brain and the motivational triad. Without getting too sciencey on you, I will just summarize this. So the primitive brain is the part of the brain that is wired for survival. Its main purpose is to keep you alive long enough to reproduce, to keep the human species alive. To be successful with that, it has it was built to be motivated by pleasure and to avoid pain or discomfort as well as conserve energy. So those three things make up the motivational triad. And they're essentially the objectives of the human brain so that it can meet its main objective, which is survival of the species. Now, because of that motivational triad, our human brains are going to want to eat the sweet, salty, savory, fatty, crunchy foods for that increased pleasure. We're going to want to avoid exercise and maybe even cooking to avoid or sorry, to conserve energy and sometimes also to avoid discomfort. We're going to want the easier option, the quicker option to avoid discomfort and conserve energy, right? So especially with career women, I see this a lot. You know, after a long, tough day at work, you don't really feel like cooking. That's normal. That's not you being lazy. That's just the normal human brain and how it's wired to want to try really hard to conserve energy. 
And also, we're, we also try to avoid uncomfortable emotions. And an easy way to do that is with food. Food is re- readily available. It provides that little bit of like instantaneous short-term pleasure. It's not really true like happiness and well-being, but it does provide that little bit of a short-term pleasure because of dopamine, right? So your brain, your primitive brain will try very hard to increase pleasure, avoid discomfort and conserve energy, even if you have good intentions and have health or weight loss goals that you really, really want. So when you're trying to decrease, say, sweets and fried foods, for example, and follow a diet plan that entails very healthy foods, that switch may be something that your primitive brain says no way to. If it feels like it's giving up pleasure for something that's not so pleasurable, it's not going to really like that very much. Also, the primitive brain is all about habits. Habits are just things that you've done over and over and over again that your brain is actually able to put on autopilot to conserve energy. There's a little bit more that goes into like something being made a habit. It's not necessarily just doing it over and over and over again. There's some other components that really help to strengthen that into a habit. But remember, conserving energy is part of that motivational triad. So oftentimes, because of that habit part of the brain, you're almost going against the grain if you're trying to eat something very different than what you're normally used to eating. As you can see, the primitive brain is making it kind of difficult for you, so it does not mean anything about you specifically if you're having difficulty sticking to a diet or sticking to healthy eating in general. Now, there are ways around this. Luckily, with the field of behavioral science, there are things that have been figured out about the brain and about habits that we can do to help break habits, also to help form new habits. So as a certified habit coach, this is part of the way that I help my clients. We can actually do things on a motivational triad level that assist with that habit portion of it. And one of the big things is to make it as easy as possible to do the thing that you want to do to help you get the results that you want. And there are different, definitely different ways of doing that. So this is going to lead right into the next reason why it's not you, it's the diet. And this is because diets or any other healthy eating plan oftentimes has too big of changes. So even if it doesn't seem like it when you look at it initially, if you're having a tough time with it, it means that it's still too big of changes. And that's not because of anything about you, but again, this goes back to that primitive brain and the habits that has already developed due to that motivational triad. So your human brain tries its hardest to keep you doing the same thing because it feels that it that that is safe and it also conserves energy. It wants to keep everything on a habit loop to conserve energy and a habit loop is actually called a neural pathway. So anything that is different than what you've been doing for quite a while, which could be months or years, will be more difficult for you to do just naturally. Take note that I said more difficult though, but definitely not impossible. And again, that's thanks to the world of behavioral science and coaching. Now, for a moment, I just want you to think about past diets, or even if you weren't on a specific diet, past changes that you've tried to make with your eating, especially if you were changing your eating or going on a diet to lose weight. Now, we know that it's enjoyable to see the number on the scale go down if that's what you're trying to do, and especially enjoyable to see the number on the scale go down more quickly. But in order to do that, oftentimes big changes need to be made in the amount of daily calories, which is not 
great because when you focus on decreasing your daily calorie intake by a lot, that means you're making pretty big changes to what you normally eat during the day and those changes might not be the best changes for you. Now, some people, it works okay. They're able to battle through that. They use a ton of willpower and they basically like win the race of like, um, you know, maybe um, getting used to those really big changes in a short period of time before their willpower runs out, because there is such a thing as willpower depletion. But most people, that does not work very well. So for example, if you're cutting so many calories at a certain point of your day and you're feeling overly hungry, you're going to be more likely to then overeat at the next meal or just to grab something you really didn't want to be eating, but you were desperate because when you're overly hungry, that's really uncomfortable. Remember, our brain wants to avoid discomfort, so it's going to want to do anything it can to make that severe discomfort go away. And also when you're overly hungry, there's a sense of urgency and that goes back to that whole survival thing. So even though there is plenty of food, you'll be able to get food. Our brains just automatically think that there's no food available. So it's like, oh my God, I really need to get my hands on some food right now. And it'll do anything possible to make sure that you have enough food like immediately, right? So Instead, how I help my clients to decrease calories naturally and lose weight naturally rather than going on this severe calorie restriction is teach them skills to utilize so that they don't ever feel overly hungry and they certainly don't feel deprived. It's more of just like a natural way of learning when to eat, learning when you've had enough, and then over time, you end up just losing weight naturally. And that way it fits seamlessly into your day and it doesn't seem challenging and it's long lasting, right? So kind of a good way to think about it is the the quicker the weight comes off, the more likely it'll come back on and also the more quickly it'll come back on. Whereas kind of the more natural, gradual way um, or rate that the weight comes off, the more likely it will actually stay off because it's changes that you're able to sustain that end up becoming habits because you're able to continue doing it for long enough for it to actually become habit. And remember, because our brains like to avoid the discomfort, my intention as a coach is to help you avoid discomfort of making too big of changes or feeling hungry or deprived or any of that. So I want to set you up for success as much as possible. This brings me to the third big reason of why it's not you, it's the diet, and that is because diets and food plans address the thoughts don't address the thoughts and feelings behind our actions and inactions. I was like, that does not sound right. (laughs) All right, so diets, I'll repeat, diets and food plans don't address the thoughts and feelings behind our actions and inactions. This is the biggest reason why it's not you, it's the diet. That's because diets just tell you what to eat, sometimes maybe when and how much, without addressing the thoughts and the emotions that just naturally come up in life. Because they always do, and they're supposed to. 
we're thinking beings. We have lots of, we have tens of thousands of thoughts a day and we're supposed to feel emotions and we feel emotions because of those thoughts. So if you're having a tough time sticking to certain actions, let's problem solve for that. There's always a feeling behind the action or the inaction. So finding the feeling is helpful. And then there are things you can do with the feeling, other skills that I teach clients. And then one of which is to find the thought making you feel that way. And then from there, there are lots of things you can do with the thought. Sometimes it's also a circumstance, like maybe you only have a 10 minute lunch break. If that's the case, we problem solve for the circumstance of the 10 minute lunch break. I'm a really good problem solver. I actually really enjoy doing this with clients. So anything that comes up, we will problem solve for. So whether it's a circumstance, meaning like a situation, whether it's someone else, um, whether it's a thought, whether it's a feeling or an emotion, same thing, whatever it is, we problem solve it. So diets basically are just trying to change the actions and change either what or how much you eat without dressing the thoughts and the feelings or even other underlying issues, such as some circumstances. And that's what makes it very difficult to stick to a diet or healthy eating plan on your own. And I think that this is really probably the biggest downfall of diets or just um, trying to do the actions of eating healthier in general, right? So here's another problem. The problem is thinking that you need to go on a diet in the first place or eat certain foods to lose weight. So this is not true. You can actually lose weight and be a healthier eater with some skills that help to break unhealthy eating behaviors and habits, more easily form new healthier eating habits and other weight loss habits so that you can maintain those changes for the rest of your life, if you want to, of course. So since it's learning skills, you can apply those skills and still eat the things that you enjoy eating if you want to continue eating them. Now, of course, there are foods that are going to have a more positive effect on your body and foods that are going to have a more negative effect on your body. And absolutely, I think decreasing the foods that have more of a negative effect on your body and your health and your energy levels and all of that, decreasing those foods is good and ideal and I help you with that and then of course increasing those more nutritious foods that have a positive effect on your body and help bring you closer to the results you want so increasing those foods is definitely going to be a good thing so I help you with that but a really big portion of it is learning those skills and also addressing those circumstances thoughts and feelings behind the eating behaviors right So if you want to feel like you're able to go out to dinner and have desserts, those skills enable you to do so while feeling completely in control, being satisfied by flavor and experience, not pure volume, and by keeping balance throughout the week. So you want to be able to feel like you can eat quote unquote normally, right? You don't have to feel like you're counting calories, feeling hungry all the time, depriving yourself. You don't have to feel like you need to be perfect all the time either. And you certainly don't need to eat the healthiest foods on earth 24-7. 
I don't, and I maintain my healthy eating behaviors and habits and easily maintain my weight. There's no internal dilemma going on in my brain about what or how much to eat. I just naturally eat what's right for my body now, kind of automatically. And that is the result that I can help you get through coaching together to learn skills and develop new habits you'll have with you for life. So you naturally eat what's right for your body so that you don't have to worry about it. You can lose weight and keep it off and feel so much better than you currently do physically and emotionally. So if that resonates with you, I invite you to book a free consultation with me. You'll feel clarity about your next steps, feel empowered, and see just how doable it is to have the results you want without deprivation, without feeling Um, like you need more willpower without feeling like you need to force yourself to eat these healthy foods that you don't enjoy, right? So the link to book the free console is in the episode description. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a five star rating because this helps for it to come up so that other people that are battling the same things can find this podcast give it a listen and have it help them as well. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.